Since we have entered into the season in Lent, we took this time to be able to slow down for a while, not to stop, okay? It's another thing to slow down, and it's another thing also to stop. God did not tell us to stop, but first to slow down so that we may be able to have a time to examine, time to ponder, a time to commune with God, give emphasis to these things that God has given us, the discipline that we need, especially it's been declared to us as we entered Lent during the Ash Wednesday. There's three uh, disciplines that we need to give importance to about giving, prayer, and fasting. Because this is also the things that Jesus Christ practiced in his life and has become, I would say, victorious in his journey and in his mission. So today as we enter a season of Lent, today being the first Sunday in Lent, we have for this day living in Christ, uh, examining our covenant. This is our theme for this particular Sunday, that we are to live our lives in Christ, but we are also to examine our covenant with Him. In baptism, we become sons of God. And if we are sons of God, then we are being assured that heaven is on our side. Okay? Heaven is on our side. Every resources that God has in His kingdom now belongs to us. There is nothing that God withheld. According to the scriptures, we have become heirs and joint heirs with Christ. So with that, simply means that which is, we would say, belongs to Christ also belongs with us. So here, as the Father confirmed that Christ was his beloved son, at his baptism, when the heavens were parted, the Holy Spirit descended in a form of a dove, and a voice was heard, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So it is in our baptism that a father adopts us as his own children. Not because we use the word adopts means less. Because when the Lord Jesus Christ died for us, rose from the grave for us, and being baptized into his name and adopts us, that doesn't mean that the love of God for us is less than, lesser than what love that he showed. 
So it belongs to Christ. And what belongs to Christ belongs also with us. And being baptized is entering into a covenant with God. God made covenant with us. So that God may be able to establish his plans, his purpose, his will, and that his blessing, his provision, his protection will be made manifested in us. That is why God is the one who initiates covenants with us. According to our first reading in the book of Genesis, chapter 9, verse 8 to 17, in our first reading, when God saw that the earth was being corrupted, and he planned of cleansing the earth, and so he came to Noah and told Noah, prepare an ark. I'm going to send rain on the earth to wash away corruption. And so Noah obeyed and built an ark and calls his family and even those animals were being sent, brought into the ark. And the floods and the rain came and floods rises. And so after the flood, 40 days of flooding, 40 days of waiting until the flood subsided. And as the flood subsided, God came to Noah and said, I'm going to make a covenant with you. I'm going to establish my covenant with you. You can find that in verse 15 and 17, that every time we see the sign of the covenant, the sign of the covenant that God made with uh, Noah is that every time you see the rainbow, I will fulfill my promise not to destroy the earth again with flood. And so God made that sign. And we are grateful every time we see the rainbow, we are grateful for God's promise. And even in our own baptism, every time we see a sign of our baptism, the cross, the water, the candles. It reminds us of our baptismal covenant with God. And that reminds us that every time we see the sign of God's covenant, God remembers his covenant and he acts on it. Okay? Not that he only remembers. God is not someone who is forgetful. But the word remembers here simply means God is so mindful. God is so mindful of his covenant, faithfulness. Remember Psalms 8 verse 4. What is Psalm 8 verse 4 says? If you have your Bible, you can check that. 
If you have your Bible left in your home, you can check that later. But it says here that what is man that you are mindful of him, that you think of him. That is what it says here that every time God remembers his covenant and he acts on it, it simply means God is so mindful of us. He thinks always of us. And he thinks only good for us. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. You can check that later also. If you have your Bible now, you can check that. That is God. He always thinks about us. His mind is full of us. That gives us the assurance that with our covenant with Him, we always have the victory because God is with us and He is mindful in fulfilling His covenant term and promises to us. But the thing is, what about us? What about us? This is the question. That's why our theme speaks to us that we are to examine our covenant, our side, our part. We are to see our covenant. Have we acted faithfully with the covenant we have made with God? Have we made truly God as God of our lives? As the scripture says that we are to love God with all heart, mind, strength, and soul. Have we seek Him first and His kingdom? So this is the time I said Lent is a, a season, a time for us of self-examination. Pondering. Seeing our relationship with God. Let us draw our attention to the book of Psalm, our responsorial Psalm. May this be the prayer of our heart, the cry of our heart before God. Just going to read part of this, Psalm uh, 25, our responsorial Psalm. Verse 1 up to verse 5. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Indeed, let no one who waits on you be ashamed. Let those be ashamed who deal treacherously without cause. Now at verse 4. May this be the cry of our heart. May this be also the prayer that we are going to make. Verse 4 says here, Show me your ways, O Lord, and teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. So may we 
pray this prayer of David also to teach us his way because God's way is higher than our way his thoughts are higher than our thoughts his ways are absolutely different from our thoughts and his ways is perfect so this is the prayer of David says that to teach us your way teach us your way so that in our gospel talk about Jesus being baptized and as he was baptized and fulfills his ministry as he go out now to do the work God calls him at verse 15 he says And saying, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. So when we begin to acknowledge God's way and our ways, when we begin to see his thoughts and compare to our thoughts, and we begin to see that we have failed God, Jesus Christ calls us says repent and believe in the gospel for our faith and the covenant that God has given upon us this faith leads us to victory as we continually believe in our covenant with God this shows only that our dependence is on God. This is what faith is. Dependence. Faith in His covenant. Our dependence on Him. Asking the Lord to show us His way, we show our dependence on God. And that would lead us into victory. Our faith. You can check your Bible in 1 John 5, verse 4 to 5. If you are attending our Wednesday fellowship, you would hear the primates speak about that. Our faith would lead us to victory. Because when we have that faith, we are going to act on our covenant with God. And that covenant assures us of our victory assures us of a triumph over every test in life because God is with us. Let's all stand. Let us declare the creed. Let us now profess the Nicene Creed, the church profession of the apostolic faith. All together, I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all that is seen and unseen. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through Him all things are made, 
for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven by the Holy Spirit. He became carnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again. In accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven, but is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. And his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, with the Father the Son. He is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look for the resurrection of the dead, the light the world to come. Amen. Therefore, the peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Let us now share his peace with your family in Christ. Peace be with you. Please be seated. Today we bring of our tithes and offering, and also today being the first Sunday in Lent, we also bring our special thank offering in God. First of everything, yes, we honor God. We give of our tithes and our offering. And most especially, God would like for us to be grateful always. Especially, God is so faithful in fulfilling His covenant. Let us also be grateful in that which He has given upon us, grace and His mercy. For those of you who are in need of envelopes, you may raise your hands. We have ushers and asherettes who are distributing envelopes for use. They are giving honors the baptism, the covenant that we have made with God. He is our God. We are His people. We are His children. He is our Father. Father always desires what is good for us. And as a children, being given everything, we should always be grateful. And as children, we also have responsibility to our Father. As God's people, we have responsibility to Him as our God honoring Him, submitting to Him, giving to Him the worship that is due Him is our response to what God has done for us. Let's all stand. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we praise You and we thank You for this day that once again we can come before Your throne and present to You, Lord God, our offerings, our tithes, and our special thank offering, Father, knowing that You are faithful to us Lord, here are our offerings, our tithes, O God. We give before you, knowing, Father, that you deserve to be honored, to be worshipped. And so with praise and with thanksgiving, we bring, Lord God, our tithes and offerings before you. We glorify you, we bless you, and we thank you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Let's give with a cheerful heart. 